Stormwood and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Over a hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell prophesied his return, but Sheriff Aesop Stormwood swore his descendants would stop him. He created Stormwood and Associates with the sole purpose of defeating Hollowell in the future. It failed. Now the young Raz Stormwood and her friends have been framed for a crime they didn't commit, and they've escaped to the Morris Halata underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive operating on the edge of society. If you have a problem, they can solve it. But don't get in their way, or else you might get caught in the eye of the storm. Stormwood and Associates stars Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Nick Izumi as Bill Carpathia, Kyle Johnson as Tristan Babbitt, and Trey Dorn as N.K. and Kell O'Reilly. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. The Stormwood team has recently relocated to Morris Halata. You know, because of all that unpleasantness that you just heard in the, the, the introductory narration. Um, yeah. Anyways, NK has set up a new headquarters for the team called uh, that she's calling the Clubhouse. Kel thinks that's a stupid name, but NK doesn't care because NK's the one paying for it. The team has taken their first client in Morris Halata, uh, none other than Mikhail Enris, a.k.a. Dave, a.k.a. the owner of Fred's Bar and Taco Shack. Mikhail had attempted to purchase a black market magical battery from Gorgeous Mikey, a goblin club owner in town, and uh, while Mikhail paid the money, Gorgeous Mikey never delivered the battery. So, yeah, they're, they're, they've got to figure this out. Cal, I, I think what she's trying to say is that there are certain things that both of you can do, but now you can do it better than any of us. Yeah, but I was being more condescending about it. I'm, I'm trying to make... Yeah, I'm trying to smooth things out. <laughs> oh, well, I tried. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um... So I'm still rigging some stuff up here because Mara's not helping at all. Uh, because I'm also setting up some sleeping space in the offices over here in this part of the building. So some of us don't have to stay in the two-bedroom apartment anymore. So if you guys want to go or if you want to borrow my car that's fine 
I'm also expecting a delivery later today. Okay. I can what? be in, I can be on comms in your ears if you need me. Uh, what time is it? It is like ten in the morning. Yeah. So do we want to try to go bust him up. I mean, so it, I will say it appears that uh, Gorgeous Mikey owns the click clack. Okay, so he's gonna be there all the time. Yeah. So we could go beat him up now. I don't really care when we do it. I am up for kicking some butt. Especially I am. Especially if you've got a uh, a wizard in there, magic user. You hear Mara from the couch go. Also, there would be less bystanders if you do it during the day. That's yeah. why we keep you around. Yeah, if we're going to go do some violence, like, we should probably minimize the impact we make, especially if, uh, in the event that it would hurt the locals. Dumb as they are, I don't actually want to hurt them. NK tosses Babbitt her keys. Thank you. Just just put my seat back in its position when you're done. He'll think about it. I'm, it's just it's a it's a normal polite thing to do. Yep, shotgun. Wait a minute, can I have my keys back? Mara's ignoring you. Mara, my keys. Yeah, my keys. They should have a car too, if they need it. Okay, fine. <laughs> crumble, oh, crumble, oh, crumble. oh, one, one second. NK quick and runs into one of the offices and comes out. And hands each of you a key to this building. Oh, sweet! So, so yeah. I mean, you, it's 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 ours. So you should be able to be here. I mean, fair. Alright, let's go investigate some stuff and maybe punch some dudes. Rez is very glad she decided to bring along her new set of brass knuckles that she won in one of her bare knuckles fighting. <laughs> Alright, so you're bringing, bare, you're bringing brass knuckles? Yeah. I haven't figured out what design they are yet, but <laughs> bring it. Alright. You guys bring what are you guys bringing with you in um what are you guys bring with you to the the place so we got brass knuckles anything else you guys bringing guns or are you bringing i mean i i'm gonna bring a couple of the stun bullet guns okay i don't think i'm uh, gonna bring a gun 
I mean, I've got my I've got my tool set if I need it, but I'm not bringing any uh, any weapons. Okay. Well, I could bring my grappling hook. Okay. You gonna bring your grappling hook? All right. All right. You guys get in. Um, you get in NK's car. Uh, there is a garage door opener that you see attached to the uh, the visor that says door number two in like tape on it. Because you're in a closed huh. garage. Yeah. Okay. So we open it up. You hit the button. The garage door behind the the golf opens. Uh, the aluminum appears to be parked at door number one. Gotcha. There, there are eight doors, and uh, the the your lounge area is blocking off one of them, but the the rest of them are, you know. So like Raz could put her motorcycle in here at some point. Yeah, um, I think right before we leave, when they have the door open, I'd like to scoot my bike in, because I don't want it sitting out anymore. Yeah, sitting out at the taco shack? Yeah. Alright, yeah, you go, you run, get your motorcycle, drive it around the block, and then, you know, pull it into the, uh, the clubhouse. Alright. So you guys head out, I presume. Um, you drive across town. It is a normal midday drive in Morris Halata. Uh, good amount of traffic. Um, you make it out to a building which says Click Clack Club in giant letters in giant neon pink on the side of a cinder block building that's painted black. There is a set of doors to the street. And inside the, the, there are a pair of glass doors that kind of show, you can see a foyer through where there's like a bunch of like stanchions that are like gathered together that might go out later. There is a there is a doorbell technically, and there's a pair of double glass doors. Okay, how are we gonna play this? Good question. I don't really want to pay for damages. Can you pick it? I mean, tempting as it is, just knock on the door and say, hey, we're here to kick your butt. I mean, that'd be mm -hmm. funny, but probably not effective. Yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Worth a sh No, it's not. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can one of us pick the door open, like, pick a lock? I mean, we not have anybody you have Babbitt. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. I mean... Open the door. You want me to just go and try to open the door? I try to open the door. Door's unlocked. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I didn't think it would be locked. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Whatever. (laughs) With this... With this... With the stuff we normally deal with, it's like, can't be too careful. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, I will admit, I was genuinely curious to see if you guys had tried to break the glass before you tried to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up shop in a new city. Not, <laughs> I don't want to have to, like, have a reputation. The last thing we need is to, like, get a whole lot of, like, attention our way with all the awfulness going on around us. Mm. You hear in your so, voice? Yeah. You hear in your comms? Cal going, you know, so just remember, all your last names are Smith now. You're the Smith family. Enjoy that. If you say the word Stormwood once, that's going to be bad. So I guess we're Smith and Associates. Yep. Smith and Sons. Smith and Sons. We're calling it that. They're on like... so good. What do you... Like... You two are my son. So what are NK and Mara? Like, the team is... They're my sons, too. (laughs) To be fair, the boss is probably a better mom than my actual mom most of the time. I'm a terrible mom! You haven't met my mother. Are you guys, like, inside the building yet? No. <laughs> no, the door, no, I'm just holding the door open. Like, You're just, like, having this conversation outside the club? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're professionals, we swear. Okay. Let's go. Alright. So, you... You walk into a little, like, foyer area that there's just another door to go into the main part of the club here. It looks like they they keep this to, you know, for temperature management. In that door. Alright. That door is unlocked. You walk into the Click Clack Club. Babbitt swaggers in. Okay. I want to tell you exactly what you see here. This place is... All the photos you saw online, the lights are really low and, like, stuff was backlit, but um, effectively, like, full floodlights are on in here. Like, these are the lights they turn on when they're doing cleaning and, you know, they actually need to see inside the building. And it is exactly what you think a place like this would look like under full illumination. It is... Everything is the really poor paint jobs, uneven. Everything's kind of painted black, but, like, it looks like it was spray-painted matte black by, like, an 11-year-old. There is a large dance floor that uh, has seen better days, but appears functional, and there's a DJ booth in the corner. Um, There is a long bar that goes down through a lot of it like that goes through most of this and then the uh, long bar and then there's kind of like an elevated level that's like up about three or four steps 
that has like a guardrail and you can see up there like tables and booths for people who are like having like you know sitting down and being in groups and stuff for discussions there is what looks like a water fixture behind the bar but it is off right now and uh it, everything seems sticky like it's not that you've even touched it it just it looks sticky I was going to ask if this was based off the pickle, and that that confirmed it. I've never been in the pickle. I have unfortunately been inside the pickle once. I am slightly basing this off of real places I've been, but I've never been in the pickle. The pickle is sticky. The, the pickle, for those cool. of you listening to the show who have never been to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, is a bar that is um has been the source of several outbreaks of COVID 19 and that is definitely not the first disease anyone's picked up in there um the clientele is best described as having a low-grade fever and um <laughs> and the pickle is its newer more uh, refined name from the old name of that club which was the nasty habit oh yeah, there's a running. We have a running joke that you go there and you catch uh, gonorrhea, syphilis. Yep. This is much larger than the pickle. Yeah. When you added the second story, I was like, mm, not so much. Yeah, no, it's a like but I'll the say sticky. Like, yeah. That's the, the one defining. Yeah. Just dark and gross and sticky everywhere. Okay. I'm going to turn to the guys, and I'm going to inspire, just in case. All right, how are you going to inspire them? A little motivational speech, which goes as as follows. Be cool. Let's fuck them up. Dang. She's the boss. I feel inspired. All right. As you as you guys are standing here, you hear um, you hear like some movement as a uh, uh, an an elf in her early twenties walks out of uh, the back with a few like cases of of bottles, like and uh, she's wearing just like jeans and a you know black t shirt. And it's just like carry, like hauling him out on like a little um like old dolly. It's my brain like just blanked on the word for these hand carts, little hand cart. Like, you know, the kinds where you tilt it back and then like push the thing out. So she's like pulling out about like four like three or four uh boxes full of bottles and just kind of stops by the bar. Um she's norm medium height, medium build, dark hair. And she just looks at you. Can I help you? Yeah, actually, um, we're here to meet with Mikey. You're here to you're here to meet with with Mikey. Yep. Uh, is is he expecting you? Yep. Um. Okay. She just goes back to taking the. She picks up uh, one of the cases of bottles, puts it up on the bar, starts unloading the box. Can you tell him that we've arrived? 
or at least show us where his office is. Just point us. We'll find him. His office is in the back. She just gestures at the like the door that she came through. Starts going oh. unloading bottles. Thanks. We go through the back door. Alright. You walk through into the storeroom. And there is you see a door marked office at the far end of the storeroom. I'm on ahead to the office. Alright. The door is locked. I'm gonna knock. I go away. I'm busy. Huh. Ken knock really again. wants to kick the door down. Oh. I knock again. Sandra, I am not giving you that raise. Just give me a... I'm getting... I'm getting stuff done in here. Who wants to tell him it's not Sandra? Again, would really... Knock the door down. But our image... Ugh. So frustrating. Um, I'm gonna knock again. Go away! I picked the lock. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna <laughs> pick the lock here. Uh, are you doing to give me five minutes here, or are you giving uh, using sweet move points? I'll just use a sweet move. Okay. Let me double check the rules on that. It's been a while since uh, since we've actually picked the lock. <laughs> All right, let me go here. Thief. Disarm trap device. All right. Oh yeah, or you just use, or you just burn a point. Okay. Uh, you just have to give me a good description of how badass you are at disarming the lock. Okay. I take out one of my tools. It, It's like a hairpin, but it's better than a hairpin. And I just... Uh, I examine the lock. I twirl the, the uh, tool through my fingers in that cool way. And then stick it in for a second, pull it out. And it's done. Done. Click. All right. You have successfully unlocked the door. Open the door. You open the door. There, In the room, there is a large desk covered in paper. Um, there are some filing cabinets to the right and then a uh, large safe next to them. Seated behind the desk. The, this is like kind of... The whole room's kind of like 70s wood paneling, and there is a uh, giant framed picture, giant framed picture on the wall of uh, behind the desk of uh, gorgeous Mikey holding up a fish, 
like on a string on a on a lake and underneath that for a picture of gorgeous mikey holding up a fish is gorgeous mikey sitting in the chair and he just looks up to goes who the hell are you guys well we're not sandra yeah no shit <laughs> sandra's your freaking the, the Sanders restock in the bar. Will you? I'm gonna close the door. Is there a lock? And uh, okay, relock you... it. And say, we're friends of Mikhail's. I want to point out you do not see uh, gorgeous Mikey's hands. Noted. Still gonna do what I did. I know. I'm. Just, I'm giving you information. I uh, am. Who's Mikhail? Uh, boss. Yeah. He might just know him as Dave. Hmm. You might know him as. Dave. Dave's real name is Mikhail? That's a nickname I use for him. That's a weird nickname. He's a weird guy. Well, for you. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a really weird. What do you... Why? You got... Why does it take... Why are three of you here? We're here to ask you for either the battery that he bought from you or the 10 grand back since you never delivered on the battery. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm sure you don't. Then how is it that you know Dave? I know multiple Daves, but I'm assuming you mean... Dave Parker, who runs the Taco Shack. That's our Dave. I mean, it's not a huge town. He makes good tacos. He does. Mm -hmm. I love his tacos. That's why I'm willing to come here to you and ask for either the battery or the money. Which one do you want to give up? She seriously loves those tacos. I'd take her pretty seriously if I were you. Okay, fine. I'll help you out, okay? Let's, uh... I don't keep that kind of stuff in my office. Seems to me an office would be a perfect place to keep that kind of stuff, but what do I know? So where do you keep it, Budski? If I was the first place a Fed would raid is an office. So if I were, and I'm not saying that I'm in possession of illegal magical merchandise or items, 
one would not keep it in the place they would check if they were in such a business. Gens thinking to themselves, wow, he's lucky we're not fed. Because we could have been. You guys do not look like feds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is Babbitt wearing? Um, Knowing you've been living in the desert for a month? Could be plain clothes. Yeah, it's now, it's, it's, he's wearing like, okay. like, like black, just black pants and a, and a white, um, uh, a tank top. <laughs> he's a tank top. He's going the white beater route. Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is, what is, what is Bill wearing? Um, a short sleeve button up with the tie. Yeah. And what is Raz wearing? Okay, so honestly, I was thinking, like, bare knuckle boxing pampooby, so same as Babbitt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, like, he's lucky we're not feds. There is no way any person in any world would ever mistake you guys for feds right now. Come on, it's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me contribute. Um. <laughs> All right, so... So, uh, yeah, we just gotta get out the... We got in the storeroom. It's not a bit, It's not far. My stuff like that wouldn't be far. Okay. After you. He, he gets up. He's so... Babbitt's four feet tall. This guy's like three and a half feet tall. So he's, he's shorter than Babbitt. Um... But his hair's got the height. Not really, no. His, his hair's got the height where he's still, like, he's, he's, his hair's still obviously shorter than Babbitt, but he looks like he's trying to, like, make up for it a little bit with the spikiness of the hair. You know, think Mike in the original Roswell. Um, <laughs> Michael and Michael in the original Roswell. His hair in this first season. Um, that was a reference I made for one person, and that person is Kyle. Um, <laughs> So he he gets he unlocks the office door and walks through it and then closes the door behind him with you guys still in the office. I kick the door down. I mean okay. <laughs> we have to figure out how that's going to work cuz the door opened into the office. Mm. So you're kicking it into the frame. And also, it's not locked. <laughs> <laughs> I fling the door open. Okay, because I was going to give you two choices. Either you could fling the door open or you could kick your foot through the door. Um... <laughs> Kicking my foot through the door would be very cool, but... <laughs> not helpful. Yeah, not helpful, no. Not if I got stuck. No, that's true. Um, you open the door. You don't see gorgeous Mikey anywhere. Bill. Yeah. Check for magic. On it. Are you detecting spooky? I am detecting spooky. You detect nothing. Alright, he's not detecting anything weird. Um, I'd like to totally investigate for Mikey in this club. 
Okay. So, uh, where are you starting? Just in the um, store? Probably room? around where he disappeared. Seeing if there's any, like, if there's a vent right above him or loose tiles below or anything like that. So there are a lot of cases of alcohol and, like, different, you know, different kegs back here. Like, this is clearly, you know, this is their main booze storage. Um, there is, uh, you're not, there are a lot of places he could have gone, but you're not, you don't really have a way to, you're not narrowing, able to narrow it down. Okay. That's annoying. So this is the going well. Is the bartender still there? Well, I mean, you'd have to go out into the the other half of the. You'd have to go out of the back room, into the main part of the club. Would I be able to just take a look and see, like, where would be a good hiding place? Well, there's it's there are a lot of areas of shadow back here. Right. So there are a lot of good hiding spaces. Right. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, phones out, flashlights on. On it. You know, it, it's been like five minutes, guys. Are we sure he's even still in the room? No. Crap. Because uh, now that you've thankfully taken your phones out and I can get a look, uh, the, the door to the main bar appears to be open. Crap, let's go after him. Let's go. Run, run, run. So you, you go into the main part of the bar? Yeah. <laughs> we see Sandra? Yeah, Sandra's going like, so I guess your meeting didn't go all that well, huh? I guess. No. Because he ran out of there really fast. Guess you're to beat him up? Maybe. That, it de- really depends on what he does. Yeah. How would you feel about that? I'm frankly cool. Shrugs. Cool. See which way you went. I mean, he ran out the the door. You can't really see, like, because of the the middle oh, yeah. door. You can't so. really see where he went. Um, but he went out the main door. I don't know. Where does he live? Uh, honestly, I've never thought to check. There might be something in his office. What kind of car does he drive? Honda Civic. Cool. Go back into his office. Look for any uh, if, uh, records. See where if it might anything that might indicate where he might live. All right. Yeah, no, it's you find an address for a house. Oh. Like, you find mail that he clearly got, like, sent at home that he brought into the office with his home address on it. Okay. Go back out to talk to Sandra. Sandra! Do you know anything about this, like, weird mystical battery that he he might, might have had uh, in his possession? What? Look, I do two things here. I own load booze. And then 
at night. Sometimes I pour booze while uh, gross dudes hit on me. Oof. Yeah. Sorry. And occasionally I get tips. That is... That is all I give a shit about. Thanks for the info. Gives you a thumbs up and goes back to unloading stuff. Well, I'm going to go out the front doors. We're going down the street. Um, I wish, like, I wish we had drones. (laughs) So NK could, like, send one out and, like, scour, like, the city. I don't know. If you want NK to go buy a drone, I can put it on the Amazon wish list. Yeah, do that. That might help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it'd be just fun to have one. <laughs> I mean, I could use a drone then and, you know, like... Yeah, and you could fly around weird. and out. I mean, or like uh, someone could put me on and I could summon a fodder creature and then I could inhabit its body. Wait, we could do that? <laughs> I mean, I summon fodder creatures all the time. Oh, we could make your beloved Hodeg speak. Or he could be Mork. Mork? Oh, or somebody with skill at actually crafting something that looks like a person. What is a Mork, by the way? Uh, wouldn't you like to find out firsthand? I mean, I mean <laughs> if somebody accessed my magical abilities, I could craft something that looked like a person. Oh, look at you, mister. I learned magic through uh, through a correspondence course, but I'm only really good at it because Magic Hitler was inside me the whole time. Hey, look. <laughs> when life gives you Magic Hitler, you make Magic Hitler aid. I don't know where to go with that. That is... I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for anything other than, like, maybe a bag of chips at some point and the ability to eat them. Do I see anything outside? No. More could probably eat tacos. No, the street's fairly empty right now. Wherever he went, he's, he's not here anymore. And his car's not here? It is not. But I think uh, I think Babbitt's got an address. Yeah, I have an address. We can go check that out. Let's go check out his house. We go okay. check out his house. Okay, yes. so you have an address for a house. Um, it's it's outside of town. It is, uh, there's this how it's a, it's not that far outside of town, but it is like in the, the desert. Like if you went, it's on the east side of town. So it's like actually like in desert, desert outside of town to the east. And, uh, um, you drive out there and it is a, um, it is a ranch style house on the middle of a lot surrounded by sand and, like, some shrubs. 
parked in the driveway is a Honda Civic with a um, a very large wing on the back. So like a spoiler, like a big giant wing on the back. It's bright green with a white racing stripe. It has like a full body kit around the bottom. Classy. But it's not like it's not like a good Civic. Like there are Honda Civics. Like the, it's like someone took a base model Honda Civic and then bolted all this stuff onto it. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna shoot a photo of it and send it to NK. <laughs> and she'll be like, "Lol." Yeah. You get back a series of uh, emoji, which include the laughing, crying face at least six times. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Trey Dorn. Now is your GM for this episode. Joining me, as always, were Nick Izumi as Bill, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and of course, Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network. And that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary Podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs>